the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Here to preach the good news, heal the brokenhearted, set captives free, and bring restoration to our community, this is Isaiah 61. From Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, here's Pastor Solomon. Hello and welcome back to Isaiah 61. This is Pastor Solomon Aquaka. We are at the Spirit of the Lord Church, 1001 Penn Avenue North, Minneapolis, Minnesota 55411. This program is proudly sponsored by Spirit of the Lord Church. And so um, if you are in a position and you're like, hey, I want to partner with you, I want to um, connect with you, um, please do so. Spirit of the Lord 1001 at gmail.com. Spirit of the Lord Church 1001 at gmail.com. Again, it's Spirit of the Lord Church 1001 at gmail.com. Now, we have been on this journey um, exploring and, and learning and actually discovering and experiencing what it means to be propelled by the compassion of Christ propelled by compassion as the compassion of Christ and so last week we we really laid laid out the fact that Jesus made time and prioritized his engagement with this leper okay and um, you know a lot of times when we as believers move with compassion and allow the spirit of God to propel us what happens is that we will prioritize what heaven prioritizes. We will demonstrate character in the in the in the face of opposition or unpopularity. We would demonstrate character and not flinch and not change and not acquiesce or bend in the face of opposition. Now, being unpopular doesn't always mean you're right. But in the context of, of, of the spiritual things, in the realm of the spirit, as you are led by Christ, you will likely be in the minority. Jesus even said that broad is a way that leads to destruction and narrow. The, 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 the road that leads to God is very narrow. It's very narrow. Now, compassion determines our pursuit. When you're full of compassion, your pursuit in life and your pursuit for God is different. So compassion is a differentiator. It differentiates, it sets you apart from everyone else. It it ensures that you are walking 
confidently with God, knowing that this is a a lonely road. It it is a seldom traveled road, but you are on the right track because you're convicted and you're convinced, and the Spirit of God is the one that's moving you. People that are operating on the compassion of Christ and propelled by that compassion have no opinions of their own outside of the word of God. You may have your preferences, okay, but Paul always had to you know, differentiate, distinguish between his opinion versus what God gave him. Now, we're going to look into the, the the context of Scripture here today. And I'm, I'm going to use Matthew chapter 8. Matthew chapter 8. We've read this before, and most of us may know it, but Matthew 8, 5, it says that, And when Jesus entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion, beseeching him, and saying, Lord, my servant, like, lieth at home sick of the palsy grievously tormented and Jesus saith unto him I will come and heal him the centurion answered and said Lord I am not worthy that thou thou shouldest come under my roof but speak the word only and my servant shall be healed Verse 9, for I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me, and I say to this man, go, and he goeth, and to another come, and he cometh, and to my servant, to do this, and he doeth it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to him, to them that followed, verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. Now, Jesus also said the same thing about the Canaanite woman who came to him begging for deliverance for her daughter who was oppressed by demons. When Jesus said, I cannot give the bread of the children to dogs, she worshipped him and said, you know, even the dogs... (laughs) even the dogs are entitled to the crumbs which means that no child who eats at the table would watch a dog or their dog struggle and suffer or deprive the dog of the crumbs and Jesus was just just he, he, he was flabbergasted and he said, Oh my, there is no faith. I've never seen such a faith as this in all of Israel. Hmm. See, Jesus, people accessed him because he was sent to, to seek and save the lost. And so the... Jesus' life 
was mostly um you know engaging with people engaging with people i remember um dr miles monroe when he would invite people to speak at his conferences one thing he stressed on you got to engage the people you're not just coming to speak and take off and go to where you know the hotel or wherever you're residing you got to engage with the people compassion drives you to engage with people to know that for people to know that you are approachable jesus that with with all of scripture in all of the gospels and even beyond jesus was very approachable jesus was very approachable because the compassion in him prioritized his need to commune with people to impact people one on one and he took 12 under his wings and later they they grew to be even more than that because Luke 9 and Luke 10 you would you would learn about how Jesus anointed the 12 and then later on he anointed 72 others and so Jesus had multiple people that followed understanding him but yet he still made time for the masses he still made time and it was approachable when jesus entered capernaum this centurion came and said to him come to me. come come heal my servant my my servant is sick of palsy tormented gravely it's an emergency. And Jesus was willing to go to his house. Hmm. Jesus wasn't too big and saying that, hey, you know what? Schedule an appointment. Well, it's not about the appointment. Sometimes it's necessary. But when your heart and your true call is to the people, you would do whatever it takes to disciple people, which would mean that you would be going to people's homes and eat. Look, Jesus engaged with the people. And so there was this perception about Jesus that he dines with sinners. He, so he had people perceived him to to be the guy who claims to be the savior of the world, but yet he dines. He dines with those that are that that are lost, those that are not saved, because priority was centered on those that were lost. Jesus was willing to go because of his compassion on on the servant of the centurion. And the centurion said, Mm-mm, you're not coming. No, you're not coming. No, you're not coming to my house. My house is not, it's not worthy to receive you. It's not ready. And I'm not even in the position to, 
to talk to you about coming to my house. I just need healing. And so the compassion that was in Jesus was willing to go. And even this man just went ahead and said, look, just speak the word. You don't need to. Your, your compassion alone to, to have time and engage me and then to, to, to heal, you just need to speak the word because the word knows no bounds. Jesus marveled. Jesus was moved. And this marvel that Jesus encountered uh, was a combination of things. It was a combination of things. Part of it, part of that entailed Jesus being compassionate. After hearing this man say that God, God, you don't need to come to my house. You're God. Mm, I, 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 it's a privilege, but I don't need that. Let me get my house in order. Just speak the word. Just speak the word. And Jesus marveled. He was moved. He, he was intrigued. This compassion overwhelmed him. And he was initially willing, but there was an additional trigger to his willingness because of this man's demonstration of faith. And, and Jesus spoke and said, go your way. Go your way. Your servant is healed. Amazing. Amazing. I want us to really analyze our work with God. Now, analyzing our work with God, are you driven by compassion? Are you following popular opinion and the trend? I don't I don't believe there is any indication here that Jesus would have been trending for how he responded, how he engaged. Because it, it wouldn't have been popular. It would have been going against the grain. Going against the grain when you're propelled by compassion means that even when it's not popular, when it's not going to trend, you would do it. Now, we're, we're seeing and hearing and experiencing the revival in Asbury. And it's it's flowing. It's it's spreading to other places. It's spreading to other places. So may God release upon us a fresh spirit of God that will propel us to move with compassion and to see how well, how the world is lost and make that our primary focus to engage the world to make certain that we are prioritizing the kingdom agenda for such a time as this 
and to and to infiltrate society with the power and the grace of God. Propelled by compassion. You're listening to Isaiah 61. This is Pastor Solomon. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. In the wake of the surveillance balloon from China, the questions mount. Congressman Mike Gallagher, chair of our select committee on the Communist Chinese Party. Why am I learning about things from the Montana Billings Gazette? Join us for our program. Sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Tune in every Saturday night at 9, here on AM 980 The Mission, the Twin Cities Christian Voice. What a wonderful thing you are doing, and it's marvelous in Welcome back to Isaiah 61, Pastor Solomon Aquacayer. And God is doing marvelous things, even in the face of adversity, in the, in the face of things not seemingly going the way we want. Policies being created that are... Uh, uh, are questionable and, and we're wondering what is God no heaven is not moved but heaven is working and there's the remnant that heaven is working with and I I truly believe that as last year we we, we hosted Bill Steer and he talked about the next great awakening starting from our hearts God has to mend our hearts God has to breathe upon us by his spirit and propel us by compassion. That's that's the only way we're going to really continue to see the move of God alive and active in in our day. God, so whatever you've started, whatever you've continued to do even without our permission, without our knowledge, but we knowing that people continue to lift up prayers, seeking your intervention, seeking your revival, seeking your the outpour of your spirit upon the world, upon our land. May you, O oh God, visit us afresh with your compassionate spirit, with your with your power that will cause us to live in the reality that you've set for us and to and to ensure that this revival is perpetual. Now, I mean 2020 there was <clears throat> there was a move of God 
even in the midst of the the violence that ensued after George Floyd's um, unfortunate and tragic uh, passing, that there was a move of God and people were being baptized, filled the Holy Spirit, delivered right here in Minneapolis, right here in the Twin Cities. And it's still happening. There are people hungry and thirsty for God. There are people still experiencing and encountering Jesus. But may it spread like wildfire. May our bones be engulfed by the fire of the word of God. That we can see oh, oh, truly it's like fire shut up in our bones that we cannot just hold on to it. It has to be unleashed. It has to be released. And people have to benefit from it. People have to experience it in a different light. People have to come to experience and taste the God that we serve and, and encounter how rich in mercy he is. How compassionate he is. So Jesus had compassion upon that centurion's servant. And he spoke the word. He spoke the word. There are other times that God has compassion upon us. So we, being propelled by compassion... God meets back to us the same compassion that we meet out to people. Let's talk, let's go to Philippians chapter 2. This is, this is where Paul writes a very touching um, piece about one of his servants. And we'll start from verse 22, Philippians 2, 22. But Timothy's tested worth, you know, how as a son with his father, he has toiled with me zealously in serving and helping to advance the good news, the gospel. So that's a demonstration. Timothy, just like Paul, was filled with compassion. 23, I hope, therefore, to send him promptly, just as soon as I know how my case is going to turn out. But really, I'm confident and fully trusting in the Lord that shortly I myself shall come to you also. However, I thought it necessary to send Epaphroditus back to you. He has been my brother and companion in labor and my fellow soldier, as well as having Come as your special messenger, as apostle, and minister to my need. For he has been homesick, longing for you and all, for you all, and has been distressed because you had heard that he was ill. He certainly was ill too, near to death, but God had compassion on him. And not only on him, but also on me, lest I should have sorrow. 
coming upon sorrow. Wow. When you have compassion and when we, we demonstrate the compassion of Christ, when we champion the compassion of Christ, guess what? God has compassion upon us in many ways and he demonstrates it to us. So Paul is saying here that a prophet us, his companion in labor and brother was sick and near death. And what happened was that God had mercy and saved him from a near-death experience. So may God have compassion upon you and your loved ones who are demonstrating the compassion of Christ that even in dire circumstances and situations and in in the most consequential moments god will demonstrate compassion upon you may the grace of god be extended to you multiple times even as you move in the power and conviction of jesus knowing that you are propelled by compassion and god will have compassion upon you bless you Have a great week with you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.